Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. We're going to camp there this evening. Hebrews chapter 11. Begin with verses 1 and 2. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Faith is incredible. That's an understatement right there, but as we look at our own lives, I'm sure that we can agree with that statement that faith is incredible. Through faith, things happen. By faith, things happen. And because of faith, things happen. By faith, through faith, and in faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reads, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So whether it is by faith, or through faith, or in faith, or because of faith, this is the manner that pleases God. This is the manner of life that pleases God. It's the manner of Christianity that pleases God. The mode of discipleship that pleases God. The standard is faith. The Lord is calling us to move in faith. You know, faith gets things done. Where lack of faith gets little or nothing done. Faith makes things happen. Faith creates. Faith builds. Faith obeys. Faith journeys. Faith conceives. Faith offers. Faith blesses. Faith protects. Faith forsakes what should be forsaken. Faith brings down walls. Faith subdues kingdoms, produces righteousness, obtains promises. It stops the mouths of lions. Faith simply is incredible. We read in the Word time and time again of the faith of those that have gone before us. Those stories, they spark something in us. We read them and we're we're blessed by them and we're encouraged by them. But it's not simply just to bless us. It's not simply a good bedtime story. Those stories are there to, to lead us ahead. That we too would believe in the God that responds to faith. And we would step out. God has not finished responding to faith. Sometimes we read those stories and we think, wow, they're grand, pretty incredible. Or we hear stories where faith really has moved a mountain or 
cast a tree into the sea. We're blessed by them, but do we have faith for our journey? Faith concerning our walk with the Lord, Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. Now faith is the substance, the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of what? The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. The Voice Bible reads, Faith is the assurance of things you have hoped for, the absolute conviction that there are realities you've never seen. It was by faith that our forebears were approved. You know, if I lack faith, where is my assurance? If I lack faith, where is my conviction? If I lack faith, where is my foundation? Without faith, what substance? Think of our walk with the Lord. Think of your life. Think of your calling. Think of your gifting. Think of your ministry. Think of your occupation. Whatever it is tonight, without faith, what substance? Because the Word tells us that without faith it is impossible. That's a big word. It doesn't say it might be possible, but it says without faith it is impossible to please God. You know, we can say a lot of things, but the proof is in the faith. The proof is in the substance. The proof is in the absolute conviction of things yet to come. The proof is in the substance, the now. We can say a lot of things. We can break this down tonight. We can say that we believe in church, but, you know, it's going to be proved as we go to church. That's showing that we actually have faith. That's proving that. We could say we have faith in prayer, but our work in prayer is going to prove whether or not we have faith in prayer. If we have no work in prayer, I would say we don't have faith in prayer. That's what the Word is, is declaring. It might be that others have faith in prayer, but God's calling us to step into it. We could speak to so many areas tonight. Without faith, what kind of a report does one obtain? How can one be approved? Without faith, what will distinguish us and what will set us apart and what will set us above? The message reads, the fundamental fact of existence is that this truth, or this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. Verse 2 in the Amplified, For by faith, that is, trust and holy fervor, born of faith, the men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report. Amazing words. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, it was this kind of faith that won their reputation for the saints of old. The kind of faith mentioned and highlighted in Hebrews chapter 11, this kind of faith, it distinguishes a person. It sets a person above the crowd. It wins them a good report. It wins them a good reputation. 
It approves them for God. The reality is, this is the standard of faith. Now, we might come in here tonight and have a different standard of faith, a different idea of what faith is. It might be that we just think it's all up here. As long as I think it, that's enough. We might think it's right here. As long as I speak it, that's enough. But God is calling us to step out and to walk it out. The substance of things hoped for. Is there any substance to the things you're hoping for? Is there substance right now concerning the things you're hoping for? We heard prophetic words last Monday over individuals. Last Sunday, last Saturday, Tuesday night. Now what of the substance? That's the question. You know, we can say, we could sit there and say, I have faith in the prophetic. And just keep sitting. What God is asking us to do is to rise up. And have some substance. Give them something to work with. I mean, we heard the story. Pastor Charlie Sweet told us that he went into that church. Maybe some of you heard this. Maybe some of you didn't. He went into that church, and this young boy came up to him. He wasn't a young boy. He was a young man, now a young adult. And he said, you know, I had this prophetic word over my life, and I hope I'm getting this all right. I believe I am. And he said, you know, this is a couple years ago, and nothing's come to be. He said, I'd be in the ministry and all this stuff. And he's like, well, you know, talking about prayer, you know, are you praying? Well, no. Are you in the Word? Well, well, no. I mean, we just want God just to give it to us, right? But there's no substance. God is saying, what are you going to do now? And this applies to all of us no matter where we are in life. Whether we work in the ministry or we work in the ministry out there, it does not matter. When God gives us his dream, when he gives us his destiny for our life, he's looking for us to respond in faith. And faith does not mean sitting in a seat and waiting for him to come and pick us up and carry us wherever he needs to get us to. It means that we rise up and we walk and we get some substance in our life. But if we don't have any substance, how on earth can we sit there and think that he's going to work with it? With nothing. We need to give the Lord something to work with. You know, we read through Hebrews chapter 11, and it's an amazing collection of stories. What happened in history. And we're going to go through it tonight, beginning with Abel, verse 4. So if you have your Bibles, you can follow, or it's on the screen. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, it's his brother, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. Is it possible for one brother to offer a more acceptable gift than the other brother? Well, the word will answer that. 
But we look at the mention of this man. You know, faith moves us to offer a more excellent sacrifice. When we actually believe God, when we take him at his word, when we believe what he said, believe that it's right, it actually causes us to step into that vein of life where we offer a more excellent sacrifice. When we know that God is worthy, it causes us to step into that. His faith still speaking today. Those are incredible words. And his faith still is speaking today as we read in the Word, as we read this chapter in Hebrews. The chapter continues with Enoch, verse 5. It says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, we probably will not be translated like this man, but isn't it true that we are translated and that we do not see death? We are taken beyond this life into the everlasting presence of the Lord. But as we look at what is being said here, this man had faith on earth, and that is why the Lord took him and translated him in this way. What is being said here in this verse, and it's so beautiful, before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. How about Noah? Verse 7, by faith, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. We know the incredible act of faith. The incredible actions of faith on a word from God. The substance of faith because of a word from God. You know, faith builds and faith creates and faith works. Faith will see us prepare an ark of salvation that will ride high above the waters. Without work, what is our faith? And the Bible tells us it's dead. Because faith is work. Faith is preparation. Faith is creating. Faith is building. Faith is conceiving. We read it here in Hebrews. Why would we think it's anything less? The word is so clear. Abraham, verses 8 to 10. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. It says there he obeyed. You see, faith obeys. Faith does not disobey. 
So when we read the Word and we say we have faith in the Word, if we disobey the Word, we do not have faith in the Word. Because faith obeys. Faith obeys the Word of the Lord. Whatever the Word of the Lord is to us, faith obeys. Faith obeys. I want to ask tonight, what has our faith produced? What is our faith producing? You see, through faith, things happen. By faith, things happen. In faith, things happen. Because of faith, things happen. But without faith, what happens? Little or nothing. Without faith, things die and things remain dead. Because faith is the avenue to produce. But without faith, not much gets done. That's why God is calling us to be a people of faith. That's why the Word says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Verse 11, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. You see what faith is? Faith is judging God faithful. I don't want to judge him any other way. And the truth is, we can all take from this lady, this woman's story in her account, it applies to us tonight that through faith we receive strength to conceive seed. We receive strength from the Lord, divine strength. Without faith, we are hard-pressed to conceive seed, and without faith, we will never receive the strength to conceive the seed that God designs and desires. That's just the bottom line. That's what the Word says. That's why we have this example. Verse 17, we're going through it all tonight. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried. Wow, what kind of faith do we have when we are tried? We can all have faith when we are blessed. But what kind of faith do we have when we are tried? When he was tried, offered up Isaac. Now, that's not like I came to church and offered up my tithe. Or I offered up like an hour extra a week. Or I offered up some of my free time. Think about the weight of what is being said here. When he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. You see, faith obeys, faith honors, faith journeys, faith offers. Faith is willing to sacrifice even the very thing that means the fulfillment of the promises received. That's brokenness. That's humility. That's trust in God. That is judging him faithful. 
Would you be willing to offer up to the Lord as a sacrifice the very thing that means the fulfillment of the promise over your life? Well, that's heavy. Imagine being there. But you got to trust the Lord. It's all His anyways. When receiving promise, it's by faith. And when we are tried as a bearer of a promise, it's by faith. You see, faith is not something we step in and out of. Look at the list of people we have already gleaned from tonight. And we're reading their history and what they went through. And their act of faith. But I want to say again, just as I said, faith is not something we step in and out of. I think, you know, we buy into that as believers, that it's something we step in and out of. Like, okay, I'm in a season of faith, and then I'm out of a season of faith. And Faith is this life. Faith is this relationship. Faith is this. It's what we do on a Monday night. It's what we do on a Sunday. Faith is, I mean, if we don't have faith, why are we here? If you don't have faith, why do you read your Bible? If you don't have faith, why do you pray? If you don't have faith, why do you worship? You see, we do these things because we have faith in God. We believe that He's alive. We believe that He saved our soul. If we don't have faith, why don't we just walk out of here and do whatever we want to do tonight? I do whatever we want to do all week. Not care about anybody else and not care about a holy God. No, see, faith, what does faith do? Faith gets us on the right track, and faith keeps us on the right track. Faith sets up borders and boundaries, and they are right. Faith produces holiness. Faith produces righteousness. Faith produces right living. Faith produces proper relationships. Faith produces all that is good. It's an incredible chapter, and if you've never read it, I'm reading it to you tonight. Verses 20 to 23, by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith Joseph when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel. I mean, he knew God was a deliverer, spoke out in faith, and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. And what we get from this is that if we are going to bless concerning things to come, it is going to take faith. And the things to come need the faith. They need the assurance. They need the conviction. They need the foundation. They need the substance. The things to come require, they, they, they're desperate for the conviction now. Your calling is desperate for the conviction and the substance now. Your ministry that might be 
two days away. It might be two months away, two years away. Your occupation, the open door, the fulfillment of the Word of God over your life, you have no idea when it is. God is a God of perfect timing. But it's desperately crying out for conviction now and for substance now. And then we take it seriously now. It's not crying out that, hey, have a good time over there. And when you show up and you're not prepared, we're going to open up the door to you. God's saying it's desperately crying out for the conviction now. For the substance now. We all need to hear it. Sometimes the days go by and the weeks go by and the months go by and yes, even the years. And we just need to hear it. We're trusting God. We're trusting God because he promised. And he's not a man that he should lie. He's faithful and he's true. Let's just be sure we do our part. Moses. Verses 24 to 29. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Wow. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect under the recompense of the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch him, touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. And those words right there when he was come to years, and I want to ask tonight, will we too refuse Egypt? Will we choose rather to suffer than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season? Do we esteem the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt? Ask the question tonight. You know what happens sometimes when we're young? I know we're not that young. You might be young. But when we're young and we're waiting for the fulfillment of things, what can happen as time bleeds on? that we get loose. We start off, I mean, we get the word or we get the promise or we see the vision and, man, we start off and we're precise. I mean, it's, it's so precise. Yeah, and then we walk. It doesn't seem like it's coming and we, we get loose. We get loose. If we don't heed the correction of the Lord, we might just disqualify ourselves because we got too loose. God didn't mess up, we did. So we can't let time rob us of our calling, of our destiny. Maybe you say, well, how can we endure? And the answer is actually this simple. Just as Moses endured, as seeing him who is invisible, I don't need to expand on that. You just drink it in and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Verses 30 to 39. We're almost through. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. I mean, think of these acts of faith. 
Unbelievable. Incredible. By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak, of Samson and Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in faith, in fight, turned to flight the enemies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted. They were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, It's simply incredible, the track record of faith in history. A perfect track record. The track record of faith. You see, none of these stories would be on the pages of the Bible if not for faith. Not one of them. Jericho wouldn't have fallen. Rahab would have perished with those that didn't believe. Kingdoms wouldn't have been subdued, and what of righteousness, and what of promises? If there was no faith, we'd have quite a little Bible. Just a few pages. Maybe none. None of these stories would have lived, but by faith, and through faith, and in faith, and because of faith, these stories lived. And the history has been written. I ask tonight, does faith have us creating? Does faith have us obeying and building and offering and journeying? Because faith gets things done. Does faith have us conceiving? Does faith have us obtaining promises, producing righteousness, forsaking what should be forsaken? You see, faith makes things happen. Faith is active response. I just want to share a story with you really quickly because it was relayed to me again last night. Smith Wigglesworth prayed over a man. He's in a wheelchair. Just stubs for legs. And he said to the man, you need to go to the shoe store and buy yourself shoes. And so the man wheeled his way to the shoe store. And he went in and asked the salesman, I'd like a pair of shoes. I'd like a size 8, please. And the salesman's looking at him. You'd like a what? I'd like a size 8. He's like, I'd like a size 8. He went and got this pair of shoes. 
The salesman brought him out, and when he put the shoes down before him, his legs grew out and his feet grew. See, faith produces. That man could have said, this is impossible. I'm going to wheel down to a store and ask for a pair of shoes? Are you crazy? But look at the faith he had. He didn't care what he looked like. He was responding to a word from God. He didn't care if he looked like a fool. He didn't care if he went in there. He was laughed at, mocked. He strolled in. I want a size eight. I mean, looking at what he had and what he did not have, that would stop most from ever responding to the word. Because we're always looking at the impossibility rather than the possibility with God. We're so focused on the fact that I don't even have, I don't have toes, I don't have feet, I don't have, I got stubs for legs. I mean, maybe I could believe for a toe or, you know. What about when God says, and we can apply this to our life tonight, not just talking about miraculous healing. All acts of faith are supernatural. When God's saying go, are we so focused on what we don't have? And the embarrassment that might come, and the mocking that might come, that we never wheel our way down and ask for a size 8 pair of shoes. And therefore we miss what God wanted to do. If that man would have never wheeled his way down that shoe store, he never would have wore that pair of shoes. But he responded. He responded to a word from the Lord. You can have the worship team return tonight. You know what's even more incredible? <laughs> that though this chapter in Hebrews is packed with such divine testimony of faith, the chapter has yet to be completed. And you say, what are you talking about? It's completed in my Bible. It has yet to be completed. Listen to verses 39 and 40. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, Receive not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. The message reads, not one of these people, even though their lives of faith were exemplary, got their hands on what was promised. God had a better plan for us, that their faith and our faith would come together to make one completed whole, that their lives of faith not complete apart from ours. Man, if you're not excited after what I just read, then you're dead. Because that is incredible. And we can take God at his word. All the workings of faith throughout history and time to come come together under one glorious promise of God. It's one miraculous working for one miraculous promise. And here's the truth tonight. We have our time of living. 
Will faith have its way in our living? Will we, like these heroes and heroines of faith, lend our lives for the promise? I say tonight, faith is not finished yet. Maybe it's time we respond to a word with faith. Maybe it's time we go shoe shopping. Maybe it's time we step out and not care about the repercussions or what's going to come our way. We just trust God and take Him at His word. Maybe it's time we step out and be a little bolder. We're always looking for evidence before we move. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, that person's up at the altar. They need healing. I know they need healing. Lord, just show me that they're going to get healed before I go up. He's saying, no, you go up. Faith. 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 Now, I mean, if God tells you ahead of time, he can do anything, and that's up to him. But we know the most times, what is it? It's a response of faith. Go up again and pray. Faith is simply incredible. Let's stand tonight. I just want to encourage all of us. God has amazing plans. I mean, I heard the words last Monday and I was encouraged. So many, so many great words over so many individuals. So many words over people in this church and over this church. Us as a corporate family. Let's grab hold of some conviction and let's have some substance. The promises are, are desperately crying that we have conviction and substance. Let's just lift this up tonight and we'll close in prayer. And go from there, amen.